Hello everyone, welcome back to the 30 Thrive. We hope you've had a fabulous week. Annette, my love, how are you? Um, did you just like sing? Try and sing? No, I didn't, but oh, okay. it's just it's just the general sound of my voice. Like I, I sound quite emotive. I could be burst into song at any moment. Who knows? You sound happy, but today's today's It's because I know what we're talking about. That's hey. what, I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know when there's something exciting and you know that this is this is gonna guys this is gonna be like a 50 minute one if <laughs> so I know everyone's like oh the podcasts that are too long get out of here if you don't want to listen to this turn off but I know you guys are gonna want to listen to this to the end mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so where are we at Sash what are we doing anyway just before we get into it how are you how was your week how was my week uh gosh I think my week was all right I never really remember it by the time I complete it um yeah I just think it was okay oh I got a pay rise this week so yeah it was good yeah go. money 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 so much money uh-huh. don't even know if it goes like that but um it's always good though isn't it it makes you feel valued yeah and I didn't even have to argue for it. I kind of sat at the table with all my receipts ready to go. And I didn't even have to bring them up because I'm like, you know, you know what's going on here. Pay mm. me my money. Uh-huh. Pay me. <laughs> and how was your week, darling? It was all good. It was all good. I think uh, most of us, I don't know, but a lot, I know a lot of people. I know you're a Twitter girl. I'm, I'm less of a Twitter girl, more of an Instagram girl, but... Everyone has been talking about one program. Hmm, bro. Hmm. So, if you guys don't know about Love is Blind, where have you been? Sorry, you're going to get spoilers galore, but I managed to watch the entire season. I watched eight episodes, almost eight episodes yesterday, and then finished up the one and a half this morning. So, like, it's been, sorry, it's necessary. It's binge watching is necessary, and sorry if I give you people spoilers. You should have watched it all by now. Well, if it's a sm- turn it off, but make sure you return to this podcast. There we go. What we're saying about it, but it, I did exactly the same as you. Binged it with a friend. Initially, yeah. what was your thoughts? Because when I started watching, I thought, ah, not another one of these joking dating games. Yeah, to be honest, when I first started watching it, um, me and my partner sat down and about 10, 15 minutes in, I was like, "Mm, I don't really know. And I know my other friend was watching. She was like, I kind of switched off after the, the, like, didn't even get to the Mm -hmm. first episode. I got to the end of the first episode and then they played like a season sneak peek of what was to come in the rest. That, that bit, that three minutes at the end hooked me. That was life, isn't it? Mate, that was it. That's all I needed. I sat there and watched eight episodes, like I said. <laughs> Reality TV is so, like, you get just willed into it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's addictive because you want to see what happens in people's yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, and there's something addictive about that, knowing if people, especially with Love is Blind, if, you know, they're going to find love. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know about the concept of the show, I'll do a quick rundown. Essentially, there's a group of women and a group of men and they 
date but they date without seeing each other so they're in these pods and they can have conversations and they can date each other as much as they want um over a period of I think it's six or seven days mm-hmm. um and they're just trying to whittle down who they like who they make a connection with but the whole point is about making a connection on everything except um external and visual factors which I think is an antithesis to the whole app dating life that mm-hmm. we in at the moment um and then they have to, they have to choose someone that they're into and then they get engaged seven days you know they get engaged <laughs> and then they go on like a pre-honeymoon type type of thing because then they go from not seeing each other and seeing if the connection that they made without visuals can be transformed when they're physically together and see if like figuring out and you know dating each other without seeing each other makes for a stronger Mm. connection than just the visuals and to see if it translates when they then can see each other and then there's about three or four weeks um and then they have to decide at the end if they're gonna go ahead and get married Mm. don't forget during during this whole time so the first half where they've they're in the pods and then they meet each other and go on this like it's not a honeymoon it's just like a, a vacation away together they they don't have access to any of their family and friends they don't have access to yes, their phones and no phones and social mm. media which i think also is really interesting no distractions yeah no distractions it's just focusing on that individual and initially it's focusing on that person's voice and you know trying to connect with um you know their personality their intellect as opposed to their physical being what do you think of the concept um you know there's so many concepts that are like that that have floated about um and I think one of them there's one that was called there's a there was a British one I don't know if you married at first sight married at first sight that's it and it was similar I think the uh difference with uh married at first sight is the um the whole pod bit so then with love is blind you sort of date different people and then you have to connect with the one that you feel that you've got the biggest connection with or whatever um but similar similar but you know americans like everything is ott so (laughs) there's a little bit more drama attached to love is blind obviously the the thing is there is a there are differences because i the immediate one that i like put it as being relatable to was um married at first sight however the difference is is that with this one there is a certain amount of weeks between um they don't just meet literally at the altar and get married there's also not the element of experts matching them it's still the person themselves deciding for themselves you know which I like that I like the fact that, that people themselves are driving you know experts saying hey and that you would be matched excellently with uh, Joe. It's mm. like, okay, fantastic, because you've seen certain traits um, and you've done your psychoanalysis tests on each of us. But this is about you, you matching with the person that you think you would suit just by the sound of their voice and what they're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really like the concept. Um, 
I like the concept. The one thing I think you're you're still open to with a show like this, mm-hmm. where I've watched other shows before, like say Take Me Out, I always notice there's always mm-hmm. a couple of girls who will be in there and they'll be like, Oh, I always pick the wrong type of man for me. Yeah. I always pick da 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 da. And I've even I even remember hearing one girl on this show say, Oh, he sounds like a bad boy and I kinda like that. I think mm-hmm. it leaves you open to continue, even though you can't see them, to continue to pick to type or to character type. And Absolutely. sometimes I don't necessarily yeah. think we're the best judge of character of who would be complementary for us or what we should go for. But there's what we like, and but then oh, there's yeah. also what we should go for. But I, I, I don't know, like, because you know where people say back in the day, well, not back in the day, see, I, I still know people that only go for bad boys. So as you said, the one who was talking about boys, bad boys, I've never understood that. What you want someone to be, I, what what type of bad boy are you talking about? You want them to be a shark? I'm not really understanding that whole, I only go for bad boys. Or is it for somebody who's got a little bit of a twist to them? I and think it's not that- squeaky clean. I think it's that twist that uh, not squeaky clean. And it's the I think the idea and the stories we create for ourselves about mm-hmm. someone having a little bit of an edge to them and it, it being like something that comes across as manly or whatever. It, it's it to me, it's very negative. It's quite. I think it's stupid, immature. But... I think it's like like you want someone not to treat you right. Like, well, what are we ten? Yeah, that's like the one thing I could probably criticise my female kin for is when they say something like, oh, but he's too nice. How can can the person be too nice, please? I could box you. (laughs) Too nice. I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. You want him to slap you you in your mother. You're sitting there crying tears, crying tears all day long. Every night, every night crying tears because he's out with another girl. He's got a side piece. He's got a wife back in Nigeria. And all sorts. You want, if you want that, go and get it. But you can't find happiness, you know. I think partly it's because I don't know where we've got this idea from, but sometimes we think that struggle love is real love, and so someone who's just being nice to you, where it's just it just flows, that's not exciting, and we no. associate with being boring. Me, I associate that with peace and enjoyment. Thank you. Like, listen. <laughs> Let me sit down and sip my tea. Like I don't, I don't need that. But anyway, well, again, we digress. But the program, right? So I'm gonna name a few characters, and for those who haven't watched it, as I said, please just pause this where it is, and um, come back when you've watched it. If you don't want to watch it, then you don't listen to this episode because you won't understand. Um, but. Um, can we start off early a bit early on in love is blind where it was the introduction of the guy who said he's bi but he's he he wants to get married to a woman Carlton yeah Hmm. what what would you what would you like to say I feel like you're gearing up this is actually a a public service announcement to Carlton yeah if I see you on road This guy was adamant that he wanted to get married to a woman. I could see he was moving free by the look of his shirts. You're still trying to convince us, the public, that you're not gay. But in the past, you was bi. As soon as it kicked off and you told the girl that you were bi and she was... Did you see the attitude? 
No, that, did you see the attitude that he yeah. came with, though? It, it's it only was the attitude so of someone gay. No, it was just unnecessary. No, no, he just got very, very defensive. And what I didn't like is that he was like, oh, I've told you, so you just need to accept me. Excuse me, you've only told me after we're like halfway through the process and now I'm just meant to deal with it. I'm, I'm meant to just roll with it. And then you're all crying tears and looking stressed. Excuse me. You've basically um, walked me all the way until the edge of the cliff. And then what? Now To the edge of the aisle. Mate. And then the guy. Like, if you thought you could convince yourself that you wasn't gay. When you started cussing her about the fact that her wig was halfway off her head. I I said, (laughs) you? You've now confirmed to me. You're 100% gay. Your Are you mad? Your wig is slipping. I was like, um, But your wig is slipping. And I was like, so, also, on top of it, you was ready to marry this woman, and you know that her weave, uh, like, her weave was not, it wasn't on point. We all know that, like. But you was ready to marry her, though, right? The moment things turn, can you imagine if the they were married? The switched with the cussing. I was like, you piece of cussing, he dashed the ring in the pool. Yeah! He, and I was like, wow, what okay, but you're not gay. Boy, if I don't, as I said, PSA, Carlton, if I see you, Charlton or Carlton, whatever your name is, I will finish your life. Don't come and disgrace people online like that. It wasn't fair. Mm-mm. Like the woman was looking for love. You deceived her and you didn't tell her the truth. And now you're going to go and embarrass her and then tell her that her weave's slipping halfway off. <laughs> that one threw me. I'm not going to lie. That bit threw me. And I was like, okay, I need to jump back on this wagon because that that whole segment was wild. It was wild. Now, now let's speak about Jessica. So can oh. we just, Jessica, please, because I've I've known a few Jessicas in my time. When is from when she opened her mouth and was like, previously I've only ever dated people with very rigid, um, you know, parameters. They can only be one to five years older than me. And I'm like, ha, this is why this one don't have no man. Yeah, I said, look at all she said that. that she's coming up with, like specific, you know, one to five years. Yeah, he can only be this. He can only be that. I said, look at this one. <laughs> and she she's mad though. She's absolutely, she's absolutely crazy. So like we said, we've given you enough time to to come out of hmm. the podcast if you don't want spoilers. But she like falls eventually for, for some guy who is actually 10 years younger than her. The guy mm. is very mature. He knows what he wants. He's like on point, really lovely guy called Mark. And she keeps bringing up the age gap. She's 34, he's 24. And she keeps bringing up, oh, but you're only 24. I'll be this, da, 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 da. And he's like, I know what I am, but I know what I want. And she keeps trying to impress on him. You're, you won't be ready. You won't want this, da, 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 da. And correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, Annette, I feel like as much as she goes on about age, she's the one acting the most immature out of everybody. Honestly, the woman, the, mo- the woman is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you said so the uh, one guy that she was talking to in the pod that basically rejected her called yeah. Bar- Barnett. Barnett, yeah. Barnett is obviously linked up with another woman, and they're doing their thing. Like she's still infatuated with this guy, but you you're engaged to another guy. 
Um, when she has a drink, she's a typical get. Ga- when oh she has a drink, God. listen, the eyes slant to the left, the hair goes to the right. She, the like she turns into a different person, and it's not that she's got a loose mouth. You can see that she's uh, she's trouble. You know, you like can- honestly. Honestly, some of the stuff that she said, because, you know, they say like, um, what is it? Something like, you know, as similar to the truth comes out when you're when you're drunk, like what you truly want to say. And some of the stuff this girl was just letting off. And then the swear words start flowing. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, her to the man. If if anything, you know, goes wrong or you have any doubts, make sure you call me. I said, but look at this. But Sorry. If I was the other, if I was Barnett's, what's Barnett's uh, fiance? Amber. Amber. I would have choked her. I would have choked her. How are you talking to my man like that on TV? If I grabbed that extension in your head. But do you know what else I didn't like? There was when he was kind, Barnett was talking to three girls at one time, kind of deciding, Mm -hmm. feeling out who he liked. And he was like, you know, Jessica, it's not you. She comes straight at the pod and went straight over to Amber and was like, don't let him mess you around. He's a player. He doesn't. And I'm thinking, no, 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 no. He's not a player. He just didn't want you. He just didn't want you. And she's old and crusty. Let's be honest. Let's, Let's not even beat around the bush here. The woman is, what, 34? And she looks crusty her eyelids are all crusty she she's trying to go with someone who makes her I thought made her look younger so I thought oh Mark would be good for her but she wants like the big study type guys you know you can tell that's her type but the thing was yeah but the thing that made me laugh is that um Mark was 24 and she kept saying like 10 year age gap 10 year age gap the guy she liked and was like rooting for. He's only three years older than Mark. It would still would have been a seven year age gap. What's the point? I never knew but that. Making, yeah, but she wasn't singing that from the houses because no, no, no. she liked him. Because it's the physicality, and this is what I'm talking about. Is this whole love is blind thing mm, is, goes out the door once they see each other? Honestly, like I would be the same if the curtains were drawn back and I see some five foot nine five foot no five foot nine it's not that bad but it's not great but a five foot eight five foot seven guy I'm sorry even if I was speaking to you you sounded kind of nice we can't roll because like that's not you're not in my height range and it's okay to have your preferences do you know what I mean but don't go in you knew he was 24 and you still went, went and got engaged and like, she keeps, keeps taking on, ring off, ring on, ring off, ring on. It's like, oh, make up your mind, woman. What's going on here? I thought that, like, maybe getting to the end, she was going to think, like, oh, if the other guy, Barnett... Didn't, was on it. Yeah, maybe she would come reduce use the dress. Yeah. 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 But she's just, she's just drama from start to finish of every single one of these episodes. Every episode, she's got something to complain about. Poor man, man. I feel yeah. sorry for him. Like, poor, poor guy. Like, but he, he also needs to get some common sense. It's clear that this woman don't like you like that. Mm. But you're still forcing. Like, come on, just have some bit of self-respect and just say, you know what? I can see she's not really into me the way I'm into her, and it's okay. 
but you want you would still go through and marry somebody knowing that that's that's different some some of the guys I think I definitely get the feeling across the board they're like by by force like this has to go through yeah, sort of thing e- even when they're seeing bare red flags and like waves and indecision they're like no 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 you have to love me we have to we have to carry on because like, the, oh, okay. the amount of flags I saw I saw red throughout that whole thing there's so many red flags that I saw <laughs> on a number of people that I'm like eh before you even start putting a ring, the only couple that I didn't see like red flags is I can't remember the couple. Um, obviously, uh, what's the black? Is it Lauren and Cameron? Yeah, and then there's another couple that would be Kenny, like... Kenny and Kelly. Yeah, them Me two. Me too. I don't couple. see none for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I feel like those are genuine couples, and they all seem quite stable. The others, there's a lot of them are just unstable. Because um, then with with Barnett and Amber, did you see when all of a sudden she started discussing her finances and <laughs> she was like yeah. she's like, Oh yeah, I've got like twenty grand in student loans. She's like, Oh, so how are you paying it off? She's like, I'm not, I don't he's like, You don't even pay the minimum. She's like, No. She's like, I don't I I don't live to work, I work to live, you nice. know, I've got a credit card that's just for my makeup and it's but what? do you know what that that red flag but your my guy's still going ahead and also it looked like barnett's family thought nah like hey please man when they said because you know her, his family are quite conservative you could tell that from looking at them and he said it as well so they go and they have this meeting and she's like really nervous nervous shaky shaky whatever and the mum must have asked something like oh so how are you dealing with like you know the stress of the situation because you know it's quite intense and she's like beer glug 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 <laughs> in front of the conservative people May, the girl's from the streets <laughs> she's from the streets ah oh, I, I was just like I, I know you're nervous we're all nervous in situations of that nature but you're talking wild sis you can't she's be talking like that chill out babes in front of his family, you know, first time you're meeting him, you're she's just weird, you know. A lot of them are weird. A yeah. lot of Americans find me weird like that, but to I me, love the concept. I do. To me, all of these programs just kind of show that I think there's this innate thing inside a lot of us where you've got this desire for love, desire to to be with another person and to experience the exchange mm-hmm. of love but I don't know if some of these reality entertainment romantic comedy type things are the right way of going about it necessarily it, it, they may not be but you know like I think coming from two women that have been in relationships for over 10 years we can't really chat though can we true I, th- true. I think I don't know how I would be if I was 34 and not in a relationship, not having no one, not not got any prospect of marriage or anything online. I don't know what um I you know what lengths I would go to to try and find love. Do you know I what? Think, I think you're right to an extent because I've I've always heard a phrase say something like um you know you can always talk when you've experienced something mm. 
So, like, I can talk as much as I like to, to say, oh, you know, if I was single, I wouldn't be used dating apps. I'd be fine. This, 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 whatever. But, it, and I can say that in many situations um, and with regards to many respects, but you, mm. you're saying that, but you're not in the situation. So, but you're not yeah. in the situation. And I, I think this is where it boils down to is that we, you know, people, they, these guys have been searching, you know, Guys who've come on that program on 24, I'm thinking like chillax, like. But when you're around 34, 35, like I, I, I get it. Anywhere from like 30 onwards, you start getting a little bit nervous and you're trying to look for alternatives. So, I, I think that actually brings us quite uh, well into what we want to talk about, and it's really off of the back of um, Love Is Blind and just um, understanding the different. Uh, roots of dating the alternative ways of dating and meeting people um, within your 30s or as you get into your late 20s and you know anywhere beyond you know sort of mid 20s it does become hard and so um, as I said for for both of us Sash and you know testament to it we've both been in long-term relationships so um when I see others around me, and it'd be good. I, you know what we haven't done yet, Sash? You're going to say, go on. We haven't brought on anyone onto our podcast, have we? No. Yeah, we need to get to that. There's a yeah. few, there's a few uh, suspects who could uh, a few come and join us. Yeah, that yeah. come to mind. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, guys, if you like this topic, uh, holla and let us know. But there's there's a few people that just come to mind when I'm just thinking of dating. Um, what could, uh, you know, some people that could add just some real gems into this conversation. Anyway, so you was talking about, Sash, um, mm-hmm. sort of apps. Yeah. For, against. Uh, oh, Oh, well, that's very binary. Oof. Um, yeah. Give it to them. I personally think I'm against. You know, yesterday, I should probably copyright this idea, but I'm not going to do anything with it. So whoever wants to take it, <laughs> go do what you want. No one it. take it. I'll take I, one. I said to my friend, I was like, based off of this this program, it'd be quite cool if there was a dating app that was just based on like texting, voice notes and like emojis. And you couldn't see the person until you got to a certain stage of, I don't know, connection or whatever. Because I do, I get the feeling that we have reached like peak options and peak vacuousness. um, Where even if you are wanting to date seriously and intentionally, the first thing you're presented with is someone's picture and all we ever all we ever see whether it's Instagram Twitter wherever online is someone's curated best edit um and no one wants to present you know necessarily a bad version of themselves but I don't know there's just something about about the visual nature of it all and all the preening and like just as easy as a swipe left swipe right so it's just it, to me, look. It's so it's so surface and that's quite it's quite a sad thing to me personally I feel I, I, I totally agree man I've the, some of the most interesting people in my life I've met um you know and I first you look at them and you think hmm but when you actually dig down and have conversations with them you're like god we're on the same level and if you're an adult and if you are grown 
you understand exactly what I mean. It does. It, after a while, it stops becoming about looks. Like obviously, I don't want you to look like a gremlin or anything. <laughs> but then at the same time, Morris Chestnut, um, all of these good-looking guys, where in your head you're like, I'm gonna marry this tall, dark, and handsome guy. Or also for men, where you think. I'm going to marry this girl that's got a body like Kim Kardashian. Like, let's be honest, majority of girls don't have that figure. Majority Mm -hmm. of guys don't look like tall, dark and handsome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if the ones that do look like that, the likelihood is that they're either gone already or people or they are just conceited to a different level that even if you wanted to be in a relationship with them, you it would be you and 10 other chicks because that's how they know they've got it. Mm. So looking past the fact that, oh, this person looks good, what are you looking for? And that's why I really loved the, the Love is Blind is yeah. because... You get to talk about what are your goals, yeah. what are your dreams, what are your aspirations, what TV shows do you like? like yeah. And I guess that's the yeah. kind of stuff that you might talk about on a first date, but with all of these apps, swipe, 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 you might not even get to that stage and you could just be swiping past bare opportunities because on the ah. 0.3 seconds that you give them, you you say no based on what? Oh, I yeah. didn't like that they didn't use their concealer properly. So I can see eye bags. No. Ah, no, no. And it, as I said, for me, it shows immaturity. Like the older you get, if you're still thinking about, oh, I want to be with somebody who is tall, dark and handsome. Really check yourself. Check yourself because I get it. But then I don't get it also. But do you know what? I think the other thing is that I think and I would really like to hope that as we get older, we, because we become a lot more secure in ourselves, um, we kind of think, yes, I want what is tall, dark and handsome to me. Mm. And not necessarily what's going to look good on the gram, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, if I like this person and he um, is attractive to me, then can we go in it? Can we do this? <laughs> you know we were all we were all young and kind of a bit more frivolous and a bit more outwardly focused Mm -hmm. and I think you can you still get a certain element element even of that across all of these programs where it's like oh but what would my friends think and what would this person think and what and I'm sorry if you're busy thinking what would all these people external to your relationship will think it's never going to go anywhere anyway never gonna go anywhere and you know do I why should I care what you think are you the one living my life as long it's happiness isn't it if it. if we can see happiness in what our friend or our you know it might be a relative is what's it got to do with us uh, I, all I want to know does the person treat you well and are you happy those are the two yeah. things that you need to ask anybody oh. That, that's it absolutely right? that's it yeah 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 and if there's a uh, no to any of those questions then you shouldn't be with them let's be honest mm. but everyone ha- also has their different standards of what does treating somebody well mean true do you know Very what I mean true. yeah like just being vacant and being there is not treating somebody well mm. or oh he doesn't lay his hands on me that, that that's mm. not that's a Come on. The bar is in the underground with that one, honestly. Like, like, let's talk about the bars. Like, yes, what does treating a woman well mean? Like, is he, like, make sure he's not verbally abusive. Is he working? Is he this? Like, all of that that comes with those basic hygiene points. Like, get going a bit deep, but you know where you have, like, um, 
everyone must have done like Maslow's hierarchy of needs and stuff like that mm. where you have all those different things in the pyramid yeah. that you, needs to be satisfied in a relationship mm-hmm. and all of those things need to be ticked like they don't need to be ticked as in 100% but you need to be you need to have certain level of different areas of your relationship that are ticked yeah um, right yeah because those absolutely. are emotional those are our, our, our needs as people yeah and I think as well there's also this idea of make sure you're fulfilling a lot of those things yourself and not just looking to your partner to do them for you yeah, so he must have a six-figure salary. Bitch, do you? <laughs> Let me ask you that back. Do you? Oh, it must have six-pack. Um, do uh, you have babes. 15% body fat? No. No. <laughs> next, what's the next one that he should have that you don't have? <laughs> that does piss me off, you know. Yeah. Oh, he must fly me here and do this trip for me. Have you done that for a guy? Do you have the money to do it for a guy? Do you have the money to do it for yourself? About Bastard. You know, you're checking somebody else's uh, criteria and your own is at 10%. <laughs> battery low. Battery low, battery done. Like, <laughs> and I don't, you know, and you're judging somebody by, it's not even your own standards because you're not even up to those standards. Mm. Mm. You yeah. know? Anyway. Um, just also on the meeting people thing I look at it now and um you know working nine to five or you know people work many more hours than that where are people meeting people these days if it's not an app then I guess everything we are glued to our phones it makes sense to be open to like literally meeting people via Instagram via Twitter but because I think imagine this they say that you should you're more likely to meet the people who will be in your life and are in your tribe when you're doing the things that you naturally want to do. Mm. So whether that's being at the gym, going to certain museums, doing certain sports at the weekend, like you're, you're more likely to kind of meet your people, whether romantic or friendship or whatever, mm. doing the things that you would naturally do. And I kind of think you can see that online as well. Like even on Twitter, you're you're likely to see a certain vacuum of people based on what you're interested in, what your location is. And I think you can kind of, you know, translate it across into digital life and, you know, in real life um, in the same in the same way. People meet each other online now and that's where we're spending a lot of time. So it, it makes sense. Um, mm, I think so it's good. I, I think it's good. Um, you know, I don't know. If you want to meet people online, but I also think that there is an element of, um, I don't know what the word is, like when you use something, you throw it away, like. It's quite, it's a throwaway culture. Yeah. So when you swipe and you go and link somebody, so you just go and link in a day, oh, he's not nice and that's it, you throw it away. Like, you know. Yeah, do you know this is the one thing that my my partner always says he he hates the idea of the spark. He hates the idea of the spark because mm-hmm. he's like everyone's always looking for this spark. And do you not realize that you have to strike a match several times or rub two stones together a few times to get a fire? Wow. It's not something that you just get wow. straight off. And Come also on. sometimes if you're looking for a spark, as soon as it lights up, it's it fizzles out. 
So to, yeah. to base something purely, yes, there needs to be a certain level of physical attraction, but just to, to base your, you know, what could be a relationship that lasts X amount of years on whether within three seconds of seeing them, you want to mm. like put your tongue down their mouth. Like it's stupid. Honestly, honestly, it's very, very stupid. And then you're like, Oh, you know, and that's, I think that's what I found quite hard about love is blind is the whole, Oh, I'm in love with you. Okay. Uh, like, through episode one why am I hearing I love you one you know I love you (laughs) what please please stop it stop it now (laughs) yeah and what (laughs) (laughs) and I just thought nah like I get what we're doing is you know you're meeting somebody behind closed doors but you do not love them okay and you're right Sasha or you know your partner's right in terms of that striking the match like I know with my partner or my husband I never I didn't like him for time like I was like no this he's just my virgin I kept on saying that and it was only because I had to spend more time with this individual to fully connect right um you know, there, there, there could be love at first sight that happens for some people. But in this day and age... I don't think it's been the norm in any it? day and age. Well, right, it's yeah. lust, though. You see someone, you're like, oh, they, they they look buff. Yeah, they look buff. You might have had a good conversation, but you don't really know that person. It takes time to finally see, you know what? Me and this person, we really got a connection. Connection don't happen overnight. So these yeah. lot were like, I love, I oh, I, I really love her, I really love him. I was like, and I, I know him in his soul. I was like, it's been five days. What do you mean soul? You know oh, him shit. where? <laughs> you know him where? And then you see when you start to know the person when they start switching, uh, and you're like, ah, so now you're now you're starting to see the real person. You thought you now knew you- them. Exactly. Now you've seen something where he's had a hard day at work and come home and he's not in the best mood. And now you have to see mm-hmm. oh, can I deal about I know him to his soul. All right. Then. I know where. <laughs> but, I, but I I believe that the reason why a lot of these people went on Love is Blind or it could be Take Me Out. What else has there been? Hey, uh, Blind Dates. Blind oh, Dates, the original OG. Oldie but a goodie, mate. Yeah. What? the original like blind date is you know you've tried um the generic basic day-to-day methods of meeting people which is let me go to work and hopefully I meet someone let me go gym and hopefully I meet someone mm-hmm. and it it doesn't always work out like that um and as I said if I was now the age I am 34 single and I'll be doing everything. I'll be going on apps. I would, what else would I do? I wouldn't go on programs or anything like that, but I might do a bit of swiping left and right. Um, and I'll be going out more, I think, like, you know, saying, hey, do you want to go for a drink after work? I'll be doing more of that. But when, when you're settled down, you do less and less of that because you're not out looking for anyone, you know? I think the key thing here is if you want that, if you want that if yeah. uh, if if you want it i think 
definitely like even say you're job hunting you make sure your cv is up to date you make sure you're profiling certain websites you make sure Mm -hmm. you know you're focused and I think even when it comes to you want to make friends you want to take up a hobby and make it a habit you want to find maybe you want to be date more and see if you can open up to a relationship I think you do need to be intentional about it but Mm -hmm. again only if you want it I think the really good thing about where we are in society at the moment is particularly for women personally from when I look around I feel like we've got so much more autonomy it's not something that we have to have it's something if we want to have it because I know plenty of people who are happily single by choice are they happy though, Sasha? Yeah. Don't, I don't no, I don't think they are. At no, what this age, 34, 35? So what's age got to do with it? If it's because, a lot. Because, no, because think about it. If you want to... Okay, we've spent all of our 20s getting to know who we are as people. Now I'm in my 30s. I'm like, I am living my best life. I know exactly who I am, what I want, what I'm going for, what my goals are. This to me is like the, the best, the pinnacle point of life to 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 be on but my you own. Say that, Sash. You've been in a relationship for 10 plus years. You've had a companionship for 10 plus years. It might but not always be, but it might not always be great, but you've had companionship. Do you know I, what I mean? I have, but I've come out of the other side of also growing with someone rather than necessarily growing on my own. And I have friends and colleagues and peers who have had relationships. They've been married. They've been divorced. They might have spent the whole of their 20s single. They, but the point is, is that they don't feel like it's something they have to have. It's not a tick box. It's not a check box. If it comes, it comes. They're, they're, if they're open to it, they're open to it. But they've got the autonomy within themselves that, oh, I don't have to have been married to have, you know, done something in my life or even just have that, even if it's not about marriage, to have that companionship. And I think, I honestly just think it's it's beautiful. I think it's very freeing when you don't feel like the woman, okay, the woman on Love is Blind, Jessica, I heard her say, she goes, I've been um, looking or putting this off for 20 years. So yeah. she's 34. So she's trying to say since she was 14, she's been doing this whole love, romance, blah, 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 whatever business. Yeah. And I'm just like, as women, we are raised from the womb to be like here's a buggy to play with so you know you can pretend and start being a mum here's a kitchen you know here's here's this um change your initial um here's all these these magazines and romance books and romance novels and films and whatever because it's all about find a man find a man look for a man find a man and to me as as great as as great as love is um as great as it is being in a relationship I think the best thing about our generation at our time of life is that you feel like it's only if you want it and if you choose it no I honestly I have to disagree and the reason why I disagree is because it's nice saying it out loud it all sounds good but the harsh reality of it is even if I wanted to live my best life now I'm in my 30s and yeah you know I'm at the pinnacle of my career and stuff like that 
the bottom line is all of my friends are in relationships. So if I really wanted to go and start gisting and going out and, you know, living my best life, I'm not really going to do that with you lot because you lot are wifey down or whatever you want to call it and so it does become a very lonely place when actually I you want to go to a certain party and all your friends are saying no you know what I'm just gonna stay in because they can they've got companion at home but actually you want to go out because you don't have that companionship and so then what you start to do is you find you start to then find other single people in the same situation as yourself to be your friends or your companionship because your original friends you can't relate to them no more because they're either married they're doing kid life or whatever and actually as much as you love those friends we're not really at the same place and so I've got to find people that can do the type of stuff that I do and then every time a friend then gets with another guy and drops off that wagon you see the change in that friend and then you you then have to make new friends. And I don't think it's bad making new friends as adults, Mm. um, but you're doing that because you're trying to find people that are in the same situation as you. When we were 19, 20, that we didn't have to play that game because we was all in the situation. We might've had one little rogue bastard boyfriend somewhere, but, (laughs) (laughs) but we were all in the same boat. It weren't no big long time relationships where, it requires all of our time. And I, I, I just think when you're in your 30s, at, you know, anywhere in your 30s, as much as it's freeing to know that you, you know who you are, you, you love your own company and stuff like that. Not a lot of people are like, say you, Sasha, that like your own company. Oh, I or, love it. Yeah, <laughs> but there's people that are the total opposite to you that hate being alone. And so they might jump into shitty, shitty relationships one after the other because so they not are... Alone. Yeah, and their desire but isn't for that love. the greatest level of loneliness to be with someone who you're in the same room or you're in the same house and you feel like you're completely alone. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. some inner work to do, there, there no, girl. No, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But then, uh, you know, I'm not going to start spitting out um, stats or anything. But a lot of the stats, when you hear about um, couples that have been married for like 30, 40, 50 years, and then one dies, the other one dies shortly after. Um, and it's it, it's loneliness. It's loneliness and saying, right, you know, this is not about a physical sexual thing or this is just about companionship. You know, I believe that we were brought into the world, Adam and Eve, and we had to have two as a companion. So as much as we might want to think that we can do shit on our own and I'm happy in my own body, really, when you lay your head down at night, you're not thinking that. You might want to pretend to the world that it's like that, but it, it, it can't be because individual people, whether you are bi, gay, lesbian, whatever, you need that companionship. And so that's why I believe that a, the, the dating scene is so rife at the moment because it's never not been rife, to be honest. It's, it's just, just it's different. Just, forms. There's a different channel. There's mm. different channels now mm. for people to reach other people. Mm. Um, and so although someone might say, oh, you know, I'm single and I'm fine with it. I guarantee you they've got four dating apps on their phone and they're talking to about five different guys or girls. Yet they're telling you, oh, no, I'm liking. But then why are you talking to all these guys and girls? You're doing it because you still feel that you need a connection 
with the, the you know whether it's the opposite sex the same sex whatever you still need a connection with people and i think that's why these programs like love is blind take me out and whatever <laughs> the rest of them are called it's all because people are looking for a desire for love now and love a desire is desire for connection a desire for a connection like <sighs> Also, another random stat, I went to, like, a conference, mm. and it was about um, something really boring, like, your company values and stuff like that, but yeah. one of uh, the analogies that a lady was talking about just really resonated, and she said, basically, there's this experiment that was done with two um, babies, like, this was in, like, the 1800s, so this is, <laughs> we wouldn't do this in this day and age, and we'll understand why when, when I say. So, an experiment was done with two babies. So, two women got pregnant, and they said, when you have your babies, yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to take your babies away from you, mm-hmm. and uh, all we're, we're going to basically uh, nurture these babies and bring them up, but what we're going to do is... Um, we're gonna uh, with one of them we're gonna do normal nurturing and you know talking to the baby and blah blah blah. the other one we're just gonna do the basics like change their nappies or whatever it was in them times feed them that's it not talk to them leave them in a room um just do the basics that child that they did the basics to and never spoke to the child died within three months they did that they did it again and the same baby out of the two that was born to women again, they did it again, and that baby died. I guess the, the, the what they were trying to say is that humans need interaction. They need interaction at every given point. And if they don't get it, like the old people dying when their partner dies, or you being in your 30s and not having a partner, like you lose a bit of that interaction that social interaction mobility like you use it lose it and that's why these people are making money from all these apps Mm. question for another day though for us to continue on is do you think though that we are kind of encouraging the right kind of interactions and connections because yes there's a place for romantic connections but are we also nurturing properly nurturing our friendships and our, our um relationships with our parents and our relationships yeah. with ourselves and our relationships with our habits outside because the thing is you can have we've all seen it where you know you have someone who becomes a parent and then they're just like oh I'm ex's mum and that's all I do that's my whole in- identity now or I oh, get married so and <laughs> I get married and I'm like all I am is this person's wife that's wife. all I do now um and ah. I think no I'm angry about that because that pisses (laughs) me off yes I know um I think there's this piece around making sure that while you do take on these identities and narratives that it's not the only thing that you focus on or that you Um, identify yourself as I'm not just a a mother I'm not a wife like you know because uh, if that disappears tomorrow if someone calls for a divorce what now what now no, I, I, all of that, like, you know, people, when they talk about their partners or whatever, you know, they always have to get their partners involved. We've had this conversation many we times. We have. <laughs> uh, and I keep on going on. It's so important to have your own identity. Identity, your sorry. Your own group, your own people, your, your own tribe. Everything, yeah. 
everything like it's so important because the day shit goes down you won't know how to handle it because you've relied on this person so much and you've intertwined them in every aspect of your being your life that you don't know how to act without them and you'll be the one that's going to beg them like please i'm sorry please come back when you're not even sure if it's right for you but exactly want to face loneliness get up figuring yeah. it out yourself so yeah mm. exactly but I think it's all to do with um ensuring that when you do come into relationships even though there is the the high desire to be in a relationship that you act right when you get there man yeah Jessica from love is blind ain't acting right and that you them yeah, in there. and that you don't act- come with your broken self and all your bad stories from from before into the new relationship because the boy, self, like, like you said Red flags galore that these people are dragging behind them. (laughs) Red flags, hard, hot flags. Like, you're just bringing all the drama. Like, we don't need that, sis. (laughs) So, yeah, that's how um, we feel about Love is Blind. (laughs) You can obviously hear that we've enjoyed it. And, you know, if you are still listening to this and you still haven't watched it, uh, even though we said turn it off and watch it. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, take some time, watch it. You know, I know a lot of people don't like watching TV, but it's it's one of these things that it makes you think. And that's the main thing. Exactly. In a couple of weeks, as our like opener, we're going to have to discuss the finale. So you people prepare yourselves. We're going <laughs> to have to discuss who got buried, who didn't get buried, what happened. Because they left episode nine on a cliffhanger, boy. And I was like, hey. No one nearly fainted. I was like, no, you're kidding me. Are I you- said, look at his lip quivering, quivering, quivering. I said, if he has the audacity to say no, ha. So is this Thursday, isn't it, that it's coming out? It's the 27th, whenever that is. Yes, this Thursday. Yeah. This Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. you know what you lot are getting intro to on the next podcast right <laughs> come ready to expect yes yeah one whole leap of shouting and whatnot but this has been good you know I think um, I like the fact that it's forward-thinking concepts that are being explored in these programs and it makes us all think a little bit um and I really like that I, li- I like anything that's slightly a bit different um and gets gets the mind boggling so all good. Yeah, it makes you question behavior and and recognize maybe yourself in other people and um and see how they're doing things and I, it's it's very interesting to watch as an as an experiment I guess um yeah absolutely so guys it's been a pleasure as always mm-hmm. and um we hope to see you in the next episode and as i said the probably intro will be about this again so if you're not liking this let us know but if you don't like it anyway we're still gonna post it so <laughs> you're still gonna talk it doesn't matter <laughs> just start the next episode from about 10 minutes in yeah <laughs> all right have a wonderful week guys and we'll see you soon